Hi, I'm Terry, and I'm a compulsive overeater and a hundred pounder. Ah, it's nice to see all these faces. Um, it's funny the the Zoom bomber. I, I don't know why. I just wanted to laugh. I don't know why. Um, for me, that's that spells that that's recovery. Because <laughs> any other time, I'd be all in my head. Um, so um, yeah. Hi, I'm Terry, and I'm a compulsive overeater, 100 pounder. I'm just going to give you a little bit of my statistics. Um, my top weight was 340 pounds. Um, I walked in. I'll share. Um, I'll share my before picture. Um, I walked into the rooms of, on February 5th of 2008, 340 pounds and dying. And um, over time, I've lost 100 pounds. Um, and I'm still working on it. Um, I have more to do. Uh, hold on one second, let me share my screen. Can you see my picture? Yes, okay. Yeah, okay, so this is my before picture. This was um, shortly before program and um, as I tell my story, this is me now. This is me actually last year. So as you can see, this is COVID time. So this is a recent picture um, with my dog. Um, and another thing that is new is um, I'm working out like I'm walking like that's <laughs> wouldn't have happened before. So, uh, okay, uh, let me stop sharing. Okay, so um, I'm gonna start from kind of the beginning. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I was a, um, I was fairly a normal sized kid. Um, you know, maybe I needed, you know, five or 10 pounds to lose, but for the most part, a normal size. Um, I remember um, always liking food though. It was always a, I was always a fan of food, um, but it didn't really show up for me um, that much. I think, cause I, I exercised, I was a swimmer and, um, and I was also, limited in the amount of food that my um, family would give me. So, you know, as a child, so, you know, like I, you know, like I wasn't left to my own devices. So, you know, as, as kids are, and um, it wasn't until I, you know, became kind of a teenager, you know, you get a little bit more freedom <clears throat> and, um, and I had a little bit of money and I you know, started going places and I started to eat. And uh, I would go to, you know, fast food places and, you know, anything that's, that's cheap. And I remember one time as um, I, I was no more than probably, I'll say 13, I was on a bike um, and I went to like a, do you talk about food here? You do? Okay, cool. All right. So um, um, I went to a fast food joint and I ordered a burger and fries. I don't think I had a soda for some reason, but I was on a bike and it was shortly before dinner. And I remember I ordered a cheeseburger and fries and I ate a cheeseburger and fries on a bicycle. I didn't drop a fry. I didn't drop lettuce or anything. And I made it home. Like, I don't know how I did it. I don't, I know I couldn't repeat that now. But like, that's so true. Like, I, I mean, if I would have, if I would have dropped a fry, I would have, I would still remember it today. 
So, you know, like I did not drop anything. Um, and, um, and that's how I ate. And then I, and then I proceeded to eat dinner. Right. So that was, um, that's, that's how I would eat. And I remember, um, as a teenager, my aunts noticed how I was eating. And I remember them saying, oh, if you keep eating like that, you know, you, you know, you're going to get bigger or, you know, you know, be careful about how you eat. And, you know, and I was, you know, very polite and I was like, and I nodded, but in my head, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You don't know what you're talking about. I didn't say it, but that's what I was thinking. And uh, and so I, I dismiss, you know, like all the warning signs, all the warning signs. And um, long about after graduating from high school, and I and I went to school locally, and I uh, was went to school. My my mom went to work. I came home from school and found out that. Um, our house was on fire. So um, we were, so, so we couldn't stay there, right? So, so we were displaced and we were, um, we were displaced and, you know, but have no fear, the insurance is here. So we went to a hotel and that's when I discovered room service. Oh my gosh fantastic right so like I'm 19 years I'm 18 19 years old and um and all I don't even need money right all I need is my room number so I would proceed to eat like a big breakfast you know and I give them my room number actually they're just delivering it to the room um I and I come back home for lunch I'd eat lunch with the dessert I I you know come home for dinner and I'd have dinner with the dessert and they were not small meals, right? And so it took about, it took about um, three months for the house to be repaired and us to get back. And within that time, I gained 50 pounds. And I remember friends, you know, looking at me and they're like, whoa, like, how did you do that? You know, 50, wow, it's crazy, right? I was like, oh, if I can gain it this fast, I can lose it this fast. Like that was my thinking. And, um, and then needless to say, that didn't happen. And I didn't realize it, but I had crossed this, you know, like invisible like line where like I can no longer hide my food. Like my food was showing up on my body. And I felt like I had opened the, the, the gate, the floodgates, and I just couldn't close them. And so I would continue to eat as much as I would try to lose weight. And I remember my dad would just say, you just need a little willpower. And I used to hate when he said that. Um, I would hate it when he would say that. And when he would say it, I, I know now that I would eat over it, right? So it would have the opposite effect, right? So I, I'd eat at him. So I would, he would make me, you know, so I'm like, I'll, I'll show him, right? <laughs> you know, and I would, I would eat and uh, that's, so that's what I would do. So I would try and lose weight. I did all the things that, you know, we all did all the commercial diets and, um, and it, they just didn't work. And I thought the one that would work is the one that everybody knows about. It's got the same letter, you know, whatever. And I just knew that was going to be the one for me. And I, and I would, and I would go from, you know, periodically. And I think one time I did actually lose 
um, I did lose about 50 pounds, but you know, every year I was, I wasn't just at 50, right? So I was at 50 and then I gained um, five, 10 pounds, actually about 10 pounds a year, um, every year thinking that I'm, you know, I'm losing, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. And it, it was, I can't remember, but I was at a job and they said, if you lose a certain percentage of body weight, you get money, right? So I went to wait, I went to, I'm sorry, I went to this diet club and, um, and I proceeded to lose, I think 50 pounds, right? And they gave me a check for this food. And I mean, for, I'm sorry, they gave me a check for the food. That's true. But, <laughs> but um, they gave me a check and I proceeded to celebrate with food, right? And, um, and, and I gained the weight back and I was like, oh, okay, I'll, let me, let me try it again. Cause I know this works. And I realized it didn't work when one time I went back, I, you know, I started the first day, I, I'm sure it was the, on a, on a Saturday or a Monday. And, um, and by noon, I realized that I ate all my points for the day and all my flex points for the week. And I was like, okay, this isn't going to work for me. I thought it was, it, 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 it's not. And, um, and I just, I just knew that I had the, you know, the, the answer and apparently I didn't. And I remember eight years before my, uh, eight years before I actually walked into the rooms of OA, um, a neighbor of mine, um, actually told me about OA and I was, and she was like, oh, I, I go to OA, and I don't eat flour and sugar, and da, 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 da. and I was just like, very politely, I was like, oh, that's very nice, and I was thinking, that's very nice for you, this isn't going to work for me, you know, I was very polite, you know, she didn't know, um, and, and I just dismissed it, and it wasn't until somewhere in February, I'm sure, January of 2008, that I really figured out when I was 340 pounds. Cause I remember thinking, you know, all the while I remember thinking I'll never be 200 pounds and I was 200 pounds. I never thought I'd be 250 and I was 250. I'll never be 300. Like I didn't even know what that looked like. 300 and I was 300. And then finally the writing was on the wall when I got on the scale and I was 340 pounds. And um, so I was like, okay, I've got to find something. And this was me being on my knees. Like I had no clue. Um, but I was like, what was that thing that my neighbor talked about? And I Googled it. I was at work and, you know, and they just, it was a hundred pounder meeting. I live in Los Angeles and it was in Culver City, which is, you know, in Los Angeles, LA County. And I, and I remember sitting in my car, it was on a Tuesday at seven. It was actually at the same time. That's interesting. Um, same time, and um, I was sitting in the car, and I remember um, talking to myself or promising myself three things. One was that um, I wouldn't sit in the back of the room. That um, if there was an opportunity to share, I'd share, and I would stay to the end. And I, <clears throat> and I walked into the rooms, and it was in a circle. So I couldn't, I couldn't be in the, be in the back. There was an opportunity to share and I shared. And I remember sharing 
And I don't know what I said, but I remember one of the things I said was all I wanted was a big snicker. And that wouldn't be anything I would ever share in, with anybody ever before, but I shared it. And I remember I just got a lot of acknowledgements and, and nods like they understood. And I was like, this is, a, this is a room like no other that I've ever experienced. And I was like, oh, this is, this is different. And I stayed to the end. And I couldn't tell you who was in the room or what they said. And people were very nice and very friendly. And they, they, you know, they talked to me afterwards. And I couldn't tell you who talked to me or anything. But I remember a lady as she was walking out the door, she touched my arm and she said, keep coming back. And ever since then, I just keep coming back. I do this program imperfectly, but I do it. You know, like I keep coming back because this is where I find a little bit of sanity. Um, I find more sanity that I can, that I and grace than I can give myself. Um, so that's kind of, so, so I've been abstinent um, now for about eight years. Um, so if you do the math, I've been, um, I've, I've been in relapse as well. I've, I've had, this is my second abstinence. It's been, uh, whew, um, I think my first, my first um, abstinence, I think I was absent for like two years and my abstinence was um, three meals a day, two optional snacks and I don't eat after eight. And the reason why I don't eat after eight is because I, I lose my mind in the dark. Like, I don't know. I like my, my faculties, my, my thoughts, they just, I, I, I have some of the most brilliant and worst ideas in the dark around food. So, um, so I was like, okay, what's a reasonable time that I can not eat after? And, um, and so my sponsor and I, we, you know, decided eight o'clock and, and it is, and so that's what happened. So, um, so I was, had that absence for, for, um, for about two and a half years and mine is pretty similar now with just a few more refinements. And I'm just sharing this. I just want you to know this. So, um, and, and I realized that abstinence is a gift, right? It's a gift that my higher power has given me. And um, one Thanksgiving, my aunt, who lovingly, because she loves to cook, and she knows I love her cooking, and she cooked a, you said we can eat, we can talk about food. She cooked a peach cobbler. And she was like, oh, you're not going to have any peach cobbler? And I was like, I just knew I shouldn't have it. But I was like, I was convincing myself. I was like, I can do it. And I remember I was talking, I, I don't know what I said, but I, I guess I was saying stuff and she was like, are you okay? And I didn't realize, you know, like I was, I guess some of the things that were in my head, I was verbalizing and so, and I was like, oh yeah, everything's good. And, um, and so I convinced myself to have this peach cobbler and I had it for, I had it for Thanksgiving. I had it the next day for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner. And I think I had the, you know, like a peach, it's a big thing, right? It's like almost a sheet. Like I had this much, you know, like two thirds of it. I gave my family just as little, my family, literally only a sliver of it. And, um, and I gave away my abstinence, right? Like it wasn't taken, it wasn't stolen. I gave it away. I gave it away over peach cobbler. 
And um, I realize that now, and I realize how precious abstinence is. So, um, yeah. So, I, you know, I had um, actually, you know, it took me a while to, to, to be abstinent again, um, but I kept doing the things that um, I, 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 I continue to not eat after eight. Um, I think I was still having three optional meals, um, three, three meals, but um, it just wasn't, I wasn't abstinent. And, um, but I, you know, like I learned a lot. I kept coming back. I did not leave. I have not left the rooms. And I've done this imperfectly, but I haven't left the rooms. And I'm grateful for that. Um, I need some water. So, um, yeah. So what I've learned in the past eight, almost nine years, actually, I think, I, I think my ninth birthday is in March. Yeah, so it's coming up. Um, what I've learned is that this program for me is about surrendering, surrendering my will as opposed to doing what I think is possible because my best thinking got me to 340. My best thinking, not my worst, my best thinking, like I like like all the ideas, all the best things, I, I just knew, I just, you know, like I didn't think that it wasn't something that was out of my capabilities. Um, so for me, I had to surrender that, okay, maybe you all are okay. Um, another thing I had to realize, you know, like me and my family were kind of insular, like we trust each other. We don't necessarily trust people outside. So being in OA and being in program, I've learned to trust outside my group, right? Um, and that's been a gift, right? That I know that I've been able to, you know, to be around other people and to listen and to actually, you know, have them contribute to me and that I can contribute to them. And it's just, it's just such a gift um, one day at a time. And um, how, I, I, how I think of each pound that I have lost, I think of every pound is like a pound of surrender. Like each, each pound is a pound of surrender. So I've, you know, I've, I've lost about a hundred pounds of surrender, right? Um, but every pound that I've gained, which I, cause I've gained, but I've, you know, like I've lost, I've, I've maintained hundred pounds like weight loss is a hundred, each pound that I have gained back, that is a pound of me taking my will back. And I can do that as often as I can, right? So like my higher power doesn't stop me either way, right? So like I have choices and my, and the gift is, is that my, my higher power is patient and he's loving and patience isn't something that comes natural to me. And, um, and the gifts of this program is that I can learn it at my pace, right? However long it takes. And what I also know is that gifts are coming all the time and I don't always see them. You know, like, you know, like eight years before I heard about OA, somebody told me about it, right? So that was a gift. That was a gift that I was not willing to receive, right? I wasn't willing to receive it eight years before it, it, it showed up. 
and their gifts all the time that I don't know that I, I am not accepting, right? And what I'm so grateful for, how much time do I have left? Sorry about that, Terry. You have, uh, you're coming, you're about five and a half minutes right now. Okay, to the end or to the end? end. Okay, cool. So the, thank you. Um, so what I, what I have learned is that everything I just also want to say that I never like um, I, I never um, practiced my shares. So I want them to be authentic. So I'm, I don't my only preparation for shares really is my prayer is prayer to be of service and for somebody to hear something that will help them. So um, when I pause, it's because I haven't planned this. <laughs> just FYI. So um, um so one of the one of the gifts that I get is um, having people having a community. You know, like I have a sponsor. You know, and my sponsor has what I what I want, and she does it imperfectly, which I love. Like, because in my head, like it's got to be perfect. Like I am a perfectionist, so like you know, like I'm a recovering perfectionist. I have, I practice this every day, you know, just doing something imperfectly every day, you know, like, and I had, and I shared this with somebody the other day and she was like, oh, I like that. Cause she's, you know, we're kind of alike. And it, what's interesting is, is that the more I share with other people and me being vulnerable, the more people are able to be vulnerable as well. And that's a gift. Like that's a connection that I would, you know, like if I just was showing my best side, then that's what people would show. And, you know, there's nothing there, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just pretty surface. So, um, and, and I remember, she, and I shared this with this person and like every, like, a, you know, she's so every, so a couple of times she's just like text me and she's like, what did you do imperfectly? And it seems like it comes just at the right time when it was just something that was in my head. So that's a gift. That's a gift that my higher power gives me, right. My higher pill, gives me that and so I share like oh if I've done something imperfectly or if I you know if like or I have the idea of what I'll do imperfectly and then I'll bookend it so I will say I'll do this imperfectly and then I tell them tell her when I when I did it and likewise she'll do the same thing so um I don't know this and recently I'll just share this um you can hear the raspiness of my voice. Um, I've been I've been working on this for like the past hour and a half. Trust me, Andrea. <laughs> I've been drinking tea and water, and I've been me 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 <laughs> trying to get my voice right because I've been I've been struggling with um, uh, with just pulmonary issues. Like I, I mean, like I'm just having breathing issues, bronchitis and stuff like that. So. Um, I want to share this. So I went, so I went to see a, um, a doctor today, a specialist today, um, because this has just been a problem. It's been going on for about four months and I just needed to find a specialist as opposed to just my primary care. And so I found this person literally today and I was able to get in today. And, um, he shared, you know, like, you know, drugs that I can take, these inhalers, whatever. And I was like, okay, what can I do to prevent this from happening? How can I 
not have this, you know, like, how can I prevent it? Right. Cause I, I don't want to be on drugs if I don't have to. Right. And at the end, you know, he was like, he, he, um, he said, well, if you lose some weight and it was, and I was able to listen to that and receive, and I thought about it on the, in the, in the car, I was like, I can do something about that. Like right now I'm, and this is the gift, right? Cause any other time, if I wasn't abstinent or if I wasn't in the right, whatever, um, I would have shut down. I promise you, I would have shut down. I would have cast him away, but I heard him and I was like, yeah, I feel like I have some surrendering to do. Like, that's what I hear. Like, I, I was like, what, what's, what's the next surrender to do? And, um, and so what I've committed to was like, I need to call, I, um, there's so much in my story I didn't share. Um, but, um, you know, I have a fitness coach, um, which I never thought I would have. I didn't want to exercise. I didn't like to exercise. I didn't like to sweat, but I have this fitness coach. And, um, and so we, 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 um, we work on food and exercise, right? And uh, and it's been fantastic. Um, but I couldn't do I couldn't work with her if I didn't have OA, right? Like one, like I need OA in order to work with somebody else. Like for me, like OA is my foundation. Um, so I I was like I I need to to work closer with her, you know, cause I stopped sharing my food with her or, you know, or just listening in that area. So I was like, okay, I need some, you know, I need some guides. I need some direction. Cause I know my best thinking will get me back to 340 plus, right. It won't be 340. It'll be 400. It'll be 500. It'll be whatever. Um, because I know that's waiting for me, you know, as they say, this disease is, you know, in the corner doing pushups, you know, just waiting, you know, while I'm abstinent. So, um, and the and um, ugh, what else do I want to share? Um, this... Well, that's your time, oh. Terry. You can wrap it up. Okay. Well, thank you very much. <laughs>